Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What is up? Welcome in to The Early Edge. I am your host, Alan Bell. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you today. It is New Year's Eve, and we have got football, basketball, you name it. I almost said baseball. Uh, but we've got everything. But before we take a look at today's best bets, let's take a look at how we did yesterday here. You know what? All right. Not great. Not bad by any means. Look at the coach. Dude, the coach is crushing it in the NBA. Spectre, what is our man doing? He's crushing it out there. And man, uh, so, he, dude, he's been amazing. He's dude, been he so really good. has. Let's bring it to start the show real quick because I want to talk about this in buckets. Crushing it as well. Spectre, I interrupted you, my man. Keep going. Oh, he's doing so well. I didn't want to jinx myself yesterday. A tad disappointed. I had I was waiting for it. If I had hit yesterday, I would have had a perfect in five week. Um, but it just wasn't wasn't in the cards for this to for this week. Well, I'll tell you this, all right. <clears throat> Keep that written on the board because it's never happened. Like nobody's gone wire to wire Monday through Friday. Perfect. So you know what? I think you're going to be the first one to do it. You know what? Now you've got a goal set. There's your uh, what do they call it? A, a, a well, it's not really a resolution, but my, yeah, my, yeah, my new my New Year's goal. We'll make it my New Year's goal this year. There you go. You know, hey, we'll send it over to Noah and uh, everybody else on the team. Put them on the board there. All right, everybody, it's enough blabbering for me. Uh, welcome into the early edge. You know what, Spectre, the speculator. Good to see you, buddy. How are we doing? Always good to see you too, AB. Always a good morning when it when I have AB in it. Hey, you know what? I'll tell you this. It That is sometimes true. It's always true for our man, Micah Roberts, because one, you get to see him. Two, again, it looks sharp and awesome outside. I know it's early out there on the West Coast, but how we doing, my man? Doing great, man. Had a great Christmas. Going to have a great New Year. To all you guys, too, happy New Year. May 2023 be the best year of all time. And uh, let's do it. Dude, let's do it indeed. Now, EC, my man, Eric Cohen. How we doing, sir? New background there. Yeah, we got our new background in place, AB. Glad to be here. And uh, it was a little rough yesterday, uh, my college picks. was off to a great start in bowl season. Yesterday, really took it on the chin, looking to bounce back today. Dude, bowl games are wild, man. Like, they're just wild. Like, you just don't know what you're going to get. And my man, Bobby Locks, looking sharp as always, sir. How we doing? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me again. Great day at college basketball. A lot of good conference games. I actually got up really early, and I finally got a haircut because I got to try to beat Micah for the best hair on the early edge. <laughs> I tell you what, dude, that one's going to be tough, but the haircut does look sharp, man. Well done on that one. Uh, and I tell you what, let's go into our storylines that affect the betting lines for today because you guys were just talking about it in terms of basketball, in terms of football. And EC, I'm coming right to you first, man. So we've got the Fiesta Bowl here. You're going to be at the game. Man, break it down, man. What are you looking at? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll be there, AB. And I, I think one thing that I look at this game today, high scoring game, and, and I'll make my picks later on in the show, but both teams average about 40 points a game. I think believe TCU is fifth in the nation. Uh, Michigan is sixth in points per game. So I, I know that, you know, some people, these semifinal games, you could see defense, defense, defense. I think throw that out the window. I think Michigan is going to score plenty on that TCU defense, and TCU is going to be in chase mode all game. Yeah, you know, it, it, I'm fascinated with that game because there's so many scripts uh, of the way that it could go. Same thing with Georgia and Ohio State, right? Um, but yeah. I think what's the number? It's like 71% of all college football playoff games have been like two scores, you know, determined. Like the points get scored in these games is what I'm getting at. I, I completely agree with you on that one. Now, Micah, coming over to you in terms of points that could get scored or not get scored this weekend, the Las Vegas Raiders, all right? They benched Derek Carr. Derek Carr then asked to leave the team to not be a distraction. They've got Jarrett Stidham coming in as their starting quarterback to end the year. We remember Stidham from the New England Patriots, also from the Auburn Tigers. Dude, what are what is going down in Las Vegas? What is happening here, man? Yeah, I don't know, but they're waving the, the, the white flag up too soon, I think. I mean, Carr, I mean, okay, so maybe you're not going to sign him, but you got to humiliate him. You know everything that there is to know about Jared Stidham. We've seen him over and over again. Josh McDaniels has seen him over and over, and he's not good. So this is not a C moment. This is not like what – this is like a, you know, kind of an FU moment to Carr, I think, I, 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 I they haven't given him a defense. He's put up good numbers, solid numbers, and he's kind of a one-man show back there, and he's taking the blame for the bad uh, drafting of the Raiders that the ownership's been involved in and the last uh, uh, general manager and the coach was involved in. But um, don't take it out on Carr, and I, I, I just wasn't happy about this at all. Yeah, you know, I, I'm with you, man. Like, you look at everything that Derek Carr's gone through. I think he's had, what, four different head coaches? He's had a new offensive coordinator seemingly every, every year out there. Yeah, and you know what? You brought up Mayock and Gruden. You know, we remember when the Raiders, you know, made that trade with uh, Khalil Mack, and they ended up getting, like, what, like three first-round picks? Yeah, those guys all are all those, gone. Yeah, all of those guys are gone. The head coach is gone. The GM is gone. Every single person involved in that trade, gone. I'm with you, man. Like, yeah, but but I have a question, guys. It, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, Derek Carr is the guy to me that seems like he's just never going to get over that hump and win a Super Bowl. He had one good good year, one really good year. Got hurt, you know, was in the MVP consideration. This was years ago. I, I, I mean, I know what they're trying to do. This is like tanking somewhat to try to improve their draft pick. You would think there's no way Derek Carr can come back from this, right? And and be no. a Raider next year, right? No, no shot. He's done. He's finished. He knows it. Sees the writing on the wall. That's why he's uh you know, he's not uh, quitting on the team. They quit on him. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty uh, tough take. And um, basically, yeah, I mean, I don't know how bad the Raiders are going to lose, but I know Stidham ain't going to score. <laughs> no, and I'll tell you what, I hope the Raiders understand that the, uh, the depth out there of uh, quarterbacks to pick up and in the draft is slim pickings. All right, so wait, A.B., what yeah. would your Titans give up for Carr? What is a reasonable offseason compensation for Carr? I think they kind of already have Carr, like in Ryan Tannehill, like an older version, right? Like, I, I don't – the Titans are in hell. Like, somehow the Titans have no players, no offensive line, and no money. <laughs> like, I don't know what they're going to do, man. Like, I, I guess it's Josh Dobbs time. I have no clue what they're going to do. But they're kind of in the same spot. They're going to have to make a decision on Tannehill because he's got a pretty big number that's coming up on the cap this year as well. All right, let's get into our picks for today. But before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our partners. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. And we are back. All right, Micah, coming over to you, my man. You got two plays here today. I love them. Can't wait to hear of them. What do you got, man? Break them down. Both college football. Well, Ohio State, I mean, they get the the bonus of, you know, they lost the last regular season game undefeated, didn't think they were going to get into the postseason, and here they are. And so this is free money for them. It's free play. And then you look at the the point spread and where the money's at. You got 79% of the tickets at most sports books being bet on Georgia, but only 56% of the money is on Georgia. I, I think you've got a lot of respected players playing the Buckeyes, taking the points, because the Buckeyes, 14-1 and one ATS, as a dog, more than three points. They've been favored the last 25 games. This is a lot of points to give the Buckeyes. And I think, I think the redemption tour, uh, jumping back on uh, the national stage here and having a chance at redemption, I think that's big here for Georgia. And Georgia, undefeated defending champs, 22-5 and five straight up, 1-6 ATS. Uh, when uh, giving up five points or more. So I think this is a spot just trend-wise, just uh, C.J. Stroud uh, still without one receiver. The Buckeyes probably still have the best wide receiving group. I think they're going to do their thing. And and Georgia's not going to see it since uh, Missouri this year or Kentucky, two games they struggled in. Um, I think the Buckeyes get the win, straight-up win. Uh, then go over to TCU, Michigan, amazing season. But I still have questions about the season. I mean, really two, only two really solid wins against Penn State and Ohio State. Amazing, 40 to 13 average score, 13 point. I mean, defense, they've been amazing. But again, they haven't played anybody, I don't think. I mean, maybe Ohio State, they just caught them off guard there. But with TCU, Max Duggan, I think, you know, uh, Eric's right. They're probably going to be chasing most of the game. But I like them in that spot. That's what they've been doing all season. TCU, uh, before the Iowa State game, before the Kansas State game, um, seven straight games of 10 points or less. They're losing or trailing or barely leading the entire game. They've been running the gauntlet, playing the playoffs since October 1st. And this is where they're at now. And they got fortunate. They're in here. I don't think they're going to miss up on on this uh, opportunity here. And Max Duggan, I mean, the guy just doesn't quit. He's absolutely amazing. I don't think Michigan's seen uh, that type of uh, quarterback that's willing to run and be so effective passing the ball and have a a great receiving core outside of the Buckeyes. But Stroud doesn't run like Duggan. He's got six touchdowns this year, 400 yards rushing himself, um, 30 touchdown passes. I think Duggan is the key here. I think Duggan uh, helps them win the game or stay close, Um, but they're not getting beat up. 
They're not getting beat up in the spot. So, yeah, go ahead, take the points on both of them, Buckeyes and TCU. Dude, I like it. Call it for the Buckeyes straight up win, man. Like, I'll say this. If they do end up beating Georgia, uh, I mean, I feel like you just might as well just bet Ohio State to win it all. Like, and that's nothing against Michigan at all, but like playing a team two times in a row, you got to some couches tonight, baby. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, I'll tell you what, EC, I'm going to throw it to you, man, because you got three plays, two of them college football, one of them college basketball. And I think you kind of agree with Micah here. Breaking it down, man. What do you got, bud? Yeah, I really do. I, th- I think Mike is spot on. I'm taking Ohio State, not only with the six and a half, but I also like him on the money line, A.B. I, I, here's something that I, I'm going to think of. 2014 semifinal, Sugar Bowl, Ohio State 42, Alabama 35. Now, we know Urban Meyer is not coaching anymore. Ryan Day, their questions, whatnot. But Ohio State was disrespected in that spot, and they're disrespected tonight. I think they come out, and and as Mike has said, the, the whole thing about the money, I thought this line would be – 10 and a half. It's only six and a half and it's going down in some places. It might end up at six. The smart people know. I may not yet be one of the smart, smart people, but even I can figure that out. I'm taking the Buckeyes with the points and I'm sprinkling some money line there. Uh, The only three losses they've ever had in semifinals were to Clemson and Alabama. And last time I checked, those two teams are not playing today. We're going to take a shot here with the Buckeyes. Uh, and don't forget their 12th in total defense in the country, so they can hold Stetson Bennett in that offensive attack in check. Now, on to the Fiesta Bowl, where, as we mentioned earlier, that I will be. Uh, I mentioned it's going to be a high-scoring game, in my opinion, because both teams average 40 points a game this season. But here's another X factor. TCU gave up about 150 yards uh, rushing per game. Michigan is averaging 243. I think the Wolverines run it down their throats, and as I mentioned earlier, I think TCU is in catch-up mode. So that's why I think we're going to – this this total to me is going to be somewhere where Michigan-Ohio State, that's the type of game that I see here. A close first half, and I think Michigan pulls away in the second half. Another another stat for you, just because I like historical stats with the heck, Fiesta Bowl, eight of the last 12 games played there, over 60 points. So more reason uh, to take the over A today. nugget, and, man. I like it. There we go. And on to the uh, hardwood of college basketball. The last play uh, of 2022 – Oregon State and Oregon, it's over. The over is 131 and a half. I'm going to take it. Now, I know that the Beavers are on a little bit of an undertrend, but five of the last six times these t- these teams have met, have got, uh, the game's gone over, and the games and the total has averaged 145. Eight of the last nine Oregon games have got, have hit this number or gone over it, this 131 and a half. When Oregon State loses, and they're a big uh, underdog tonight, they're giving up an average of 72 points a game in their six losses. And Oregon is averaging nearly 77 points in their seven wins this season. Just a gut feeling this one's going to fly into the 140s. All right, man. I like the way you break it down. I'll tell you what. Let's stay in college basketball. All right, my man, Bobby Locks. One play. Going up to the smart area in the Northeast here in the Ivy League. What you got, man? Yeah, I will say before I talk about the Yale game, I, I'm one of my other platforms. I'm with Micah already. I have TCU plus nine and a half, so there's a little bonus pick from, from nice. me for, a college, for college football. But, yeah, um, Yale and Columbia, I'll be taking Yale first half minus eight. Uh, Yale, top 100 in adjusted offense and defense. They really excel on defense. However, this is more of a fade on Columbia's offense. They're towards the bottom of the country in adjusted offense. They can't shoot uh, the three very well. They, they struggle. And Yale's defense holds their opponents to 29% uh, 
uh, from beyond the arc. So again, this is more of a fade on Colombian's offense. Yale could rein in from three whenever they want. They also play as a unit better than Columbia. They average like 15 assists a game. They find the open man. So Yale first half minus eight. Yale first half. Indeed, dude, we need like Marv Albert, like from downtown. Like I would love to see. That was a horrible impersonation, but man, my dude got me fired up. I like to see Yale, dude, just fired it from deep, man. All right, Spectre, coming over to you. You are in the maestro spot today, all right? You got two plays for the NFL for tomorrow. Break them down, man. Yeah, AB, we're going to do those two NFL plays because I won't be here tomorrow. Uh, first one's going to be Jets at Seahawks under 42 and a half. Our sports line AI model is projecting a 40-point total game. Uh, the Jets' defense is just really impressive. They've allowed the least amount of passing touchdowns this season and the fifth least amount of passing yards over the entire season. The Seahawks looked visibly frustrated when their passing attack did not work last week against the Kansas City Chiefs. And on the other side, Mike White is an upgrade uh, at QB. However, the Jets have only gone over 42 and a half total points in two times this season so far. The second pick we're going with is the Vikings plus three and a half. Our sports line AI is projecting a 23-24 Green Bay win, so they're not going to cover. If you can get this at three and a half, I like it at three. You're on the edge. Anything below plus three, I don't like anymore. Um, if there's one thing we know about the Vikings, it's that it's going to be a one-score game. Uh, that's why I like the th plus three and a half. The Green Bay defense is 27th in the league in rushing yards and allow rushing yards allowed. The Vikings are 28th in rushing yards. However, that number is really pushed down due to situational factors where they've had to get back in the game a lot with their passing attack. I think tomorrow's game is the game where Dalvin Cook has the season high in rushing attempts. Um, and the Vikings try to put away the Packers and make it almost impossible for them to get to the playoffs. Yeah, look, uh, I'll say this. Was it uh, Jair Alexander for the Packers who called out Justin Jefferson? Said he's yeah, that was the, don't don't poke Justin Jefferson. What are you doing, dude? Like, what are you doing? My man is 209 yards away from setting the NFL single season receiving record, and you're out here, dude, just poking him. Like, what are you doing? Nah. We'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. Hey, right. AB, I'm a Packer fan, so yeah. you know, and I agree with I agree with uh, speculators' pick there. It's going to be close. The Green Bay has to win this game. I mean, they got to stay alive. Just give me some hope. It's been a depressing season as Packer fans go. So I hope Minnesota doesn't win the game outright. Come on, please, Green Bay. Hey, well, I'll tell you this. Hey, I'll give you a nugget here, man. All right, Aaron Rodgers, he's won nine straight home games in the months of December and January. Your boy, Matty LaFleur, who used to be here in Nashville, has never lost a home game in December with the Green Bay Packers, 15-0. and 0. So there you go. But you know what? We could mid this thing, man. Packers went out right. Vikings cover. Because, dude, speculator, you're right. Like, if there's any team in the NFL that plays one-score games, it's the damn Minnesota Vikings. They do it every week. They do it every time, man. That's why the three-and-a-half looks nice. That's why anything, if you go beyond there, then it's like, hey, tie game, they kick a field goal, you have three-and-a-half, you're still good. You know, like that's that's just the way to look at it. You, you live in that prison yard risk lifestyle with that one, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will chime in quick, A.B., on Christmas yeah. Eve, that, that Vikings-Giants game. Man, that field goal just really – really really crushed me the giants had that game locked oh, up and then typical vikings right dude, time expires brutal and like the, the crazy thing was like he lined up and it was what 59 yards it was, 61. It was, 61 61 that 
that that only happens with the Giants. There was a screenshot on Giants Twitter of like the the Eagles one when Graham Gano was on the Panthers. He hit like a, a franchise record, like sixty three yarder. Another one with the Eagles, and now this one. And I think the Titans too. So the Giants just they can't catch a break with those like longest field goals of all time. Dude, you're gonna see like the Lane Kiffin like lining up from seventy five yards out. You're like, oh hell, this ain't gonna be good, man. Uh, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's take a look at the recap here. If I could click the button, and it does look glorious. Michael Roberts is on TCU plus eight today. Ohio State plus six and a half. Man, Bobby Locks is on Yale first half minus eight, raining down threes from downtown. That was a little bit better. Still not good. I uh, speculators on the Jets and Seahawks under forty two and a half. Vikings plus three and a half. EC is on TCU, Michigan over 58 and a half. Ohio State plus six and a half. And in college basketball, Oregon State, Oregon over 131 and a half. Now, you all are going to hate me because I've got a money line parlay. Georgia wins, Michigan wins straight up, no spread, minus 120. And now, Micah, how about a little horse racing here? We're going to go with a college football exacta. You can find this uh, on DraftKings, other books if they have it. On DraftKings, if you look it up on there, it's on straight forecast here. We're going to go exacta Georgia over Michigan in the national championship at plus 140. Now, boys, it's New Year's Eve, all right? Anybody got any fun plans? Anybody going out? Anybody doing anything fun tonight? Yep, Sports. it sounds about like mine. Yeah. Just chilling, right. man, watching some games, watching some uh, hoops, and uh, chilling in 2023. Here we come. Let's do this. There we go, man. There we yeah, go. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah, A.B., it's going to be a long day in, in Glendale, and then going to go watch, uh, as Mike and I are predicting, and watch the Buckeyes pull the upset. And let's hope. I'm surprised you didn't make a pick today, A.B. My alma mater, University of Arizona, basketball's playing. We know what to do with that. They're a six-point favorite, though, so you can't. I mean, it probably what, played the money line in 10 about 180? Something like that. I, I, Arizona's going to win the game. and it, we never. It's very rare that we lose uh, in Tempe. So they're going to win. If the over under 155 and a half might be a little too steep, but Arizona money line, throw that in your parlay. Dude, I love it. I, I mean, yeah, you I mean you know the rule. Like anytime Arizona money line minus 150 or better, take it. I, I, look, I take it 180. Like Arizona just doesn't lose. Like they're a good basketball team. They're basically NBA Gonzaga, right? Let's hope. Yeah, let's hope indeed. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will be live normal time Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern for the morning show. Uh, what is that? 12. PM Eastern for our uh, hour-long kickoff preview show, and then we'll be live for Sunday Night Football. That's what? Vikings and Packers, right? Yeah, we're going to be live. Go ahead. No, I think it. I think it's uh, – isn't it the uh, – trying to? They, they flexed it last week. It's Pittsburgh-Baltimore. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh, uh, Vikings-Packers is Monday. My bad. My right. Right. Yeah, they did flex it out. Dude, I'm fascinated with the Steelers, man. Like, can they get another win? Can they get – Mike Tomlin to keep that record of never having a losing one in Pittsburgh. That's it. That game's probably going to end six to three, but it's going to be a fist fight. Like I can't wait to watch it, man. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow. Normal time. But until then, everybody, best of luck. Cash your tickets. See you. a very bright shining light Sarajevo and they needed to kill that light from producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2 U2 they represent a personification of our resistance the Hollywood reporter hails kiss the future moving and inspirational kiss the future viva Sarajevo kiss the future new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus go to Paramount Plus to try it free terms apply